Good morning, OH Church. How are we doing this morning, everybody? You got that joy down in your heart, I hope. God is good. Amen. I said God is good. Amen. Our Father is good. That's right, Jimmy. All the time, man. All the time, God is good. So Pastor Tim is unfortunately sick this morning. And uh, so pray for him. Uh, I think he's battling nausea. And uh, we honor you today, Pastor Tim. We thank you for your leadership, right? We thank you for your leadership. We honor you today. And I pray that you feel better. Um, Now I'm in this position and i got to bring you a word today. That's exactly right. Trust the Lord. God is so powerful. He is the most powerful being of all time. He's the king. He's the great I am. He created you. He knit you together in your mother's womb. You're destined for a purpose. You were born for this. Whatever God has called you to do, you were born for this. Do not let the serpent have his way in your life and in your mind and in your heart. You were born for this. Whatever your calling is, God has given you the grace to fulfill that call. Trust in Him. This is one of those moments where, I've I got to be honest, they left it up to me, right? Devin wasn't going to leave me out to dry, so, you know, we can do this, we can, here's our options. But I felt in my spirit that I needed to trust God and what He's called me to do. Do you know where the first place I went? Was I got undercover. I went right to praying in the Spirit. I went right to seeking the Lord, His Holy Spirit. When's the last time you went undercover? When you went under the Lord's authority, under the Holy Spirit's power to do the work that He's called you to do. I thought of this, as we've been talking about prayer, Pastor Tim is just message after message that's just been hitting our hearts. I, I know as a sword, just cutting deep, cutting deep, and going deep. And that's why we see the altars filled, because we return to the places of laying our lives down. We return to a place of being under cover, our shelter. Under authority. Today I want to talk to you about being under authority. And how there's power in being under authority. In today's society, it's not attractive to say obey authority, submit to authority, right? We see it all over the news and talking against the cops and the president and all these types of things. And Maybe understandably so in some aspects. But but do we believe that God has delegated authority? That God has given authority as Scripture says? 
Let me ask you this. Is the kingdom of God a democracy? Or is it just that a kingdom with a king seated on the throne with hierarchy and delegated authority? Think about it. Is it the people's vote that wins? Or is it he is the king on the throne whether you like it or not? Yes, he's a loving God. Yes, he's a perfect lover as my mom said. But he is also the king. He also has authority. Can we stand? and Let's read the Scriptures together. Matthew 28. You can turn in your Bibles actually because I forgot we don't have it on the screen. Uh, because I've been writing this message for about two hours now. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to keep... I got, anyone got a pen? I can keep writing. What's good? I'm just kidding. Matthew 28, the Great Commission. This is Jesus Christ of Nazareth talking. And I keep, I'm going to keep turning around like there's a slide, but there's not. All authority. Are you there? I hear pages turning. That's great. Matthew chapter 28, Stephanie, verse 18. <laughs> That's great. We can talk. This will help me out. Let's just have a discussion, right? Hold the questions for later when Pastor Tim gets back, but we can talk. All authority, this is what Jesus said, all authority has been given to me. So there's someone with authority over Jesus that is giving him authority. He says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me by my Father, as we've seen throughout his whole life. Verse 19, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, this is cool because we just did this Friday, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Verse 20, and teaching them to obey. Teaching them to submit. Teaching them to come under My authority and obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Father, would You have Your way in this message? I I choose to believe that there are no coincidences, God, that You are the master orchestrator. As I love in Joseph's life through prison after prison, God, You were working for the saving of many lives. And even today, You are working whether we feel it or not. So may we open up our hearts and our minds to be receptive to the King of glory in this room, to praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And everybody said, Amen. Let it be. You may be seated. Awesome. Watch out now. Watch out today. I only got five pages of notes. Watch out. It's usually like ten, so the Holy Spirit's got room. You got room always, but you got room. Your Father has all authority. Your Father, Jesus said, all authority has been given to me from my Father. All authority. How would you how would you live? Is that is that the way you live? Is that the way you, my Father has all authority? 
Not in, in arrogance, but you're the king's son. You're the daughter's son. What is the implications of that for your life? Think about it. I just think about my little buddy Duke, you know? And he probably thinks that I have all authority, like in the world. You know what I mean? Like they kind of see you that way. Dad can do anything. But you know, God's the same way with us. We're his, we're his children. My dad has all authority. Are we going to believe him? Are we going to trust him in that? Let me ask you this. Have you ever had someone that leads, that's an empowering leader? Like maybe your boss or something? An empowering leader. I think of Pastor Tim, right? An empowering leader. What does that do to you? When you come under that authority, I have three words for you. I think it brings, when you come under authority, and you have an empowering leader, it brings protection, freedom, and power. You can write them down. We don't have them on the screen. But protection, freedom, and power. What do I mean by coming under cover, under the shelter? I believe therein lies protection, freedom, and power. You know, when I started, if you guys don't know me, I'm the worship uh, pastor. We can call it whatever. Like I, I lead the worship here. Uh, the worship family, and then the youth ministry. And um, when I started here, I was raised in this church, love this church, love Pastor Tim. My parents were youth pastors, and uh, we just we just been in this church and uh, left, and God brought me back. That's beside the point, but left, not like left the church. I went to college and then came back. That's just, I, I didn't leave the church. But when I was 15 years old, Played in guitar for about a year. Pastor Tim came up to me and said, hey, we're, we're just going to cut what we're doing. Things aren't really working out on, the, on Sunday morning worship. And he said, whatever you and Brooke have been doing for youth, you guys just do that here. When I was 15 years old, I'm like, I'm not. I'm not I, that's what I get to tell everybody. I've done all the mistakes in the book. I mean, we were in communion. I remember I was standing right here. 15, and I was like just worshiping with my hands on my guitar. My guitar drops during communion. Hits the, we had wedges at the time. I mean, I've done every mistake in the book. But that right there changed the entire course of my life. Someone believing in me, giving me authority, essentially from theirs. An empowering leader. And that's what I want to do to your kids. I'm looking. I'm asking the Lord to Give me the eyes to see where are those kids. They might not be there yet, but I want to give you opportunity. I want to empower you to be the person you're called to be. Have you ever been under an empowering leader? Under authority? It's a great thing. A lot of us young people these days, you know, we have this entitlement issue to say a little bit. And we don't like the idea of being under authority. But let me tell you, it is a great thing to be under authority. Because it brings protection, it brings freedom and power. When I was thinking about this, I'm telling you guys, my, my mind was just flooding. I remember when I was a sophomore, sophomore point guard on Allegheny, the blue side. Are there any Allegheny fans here? Yeah. Still, or are we dead? I mean, come on. Like, let's win a game in some sport. Like, jeez. All right. Oh. 
Okay, I was a sophomore point guard. You can ask anyone in my family. I pass too much. Okay? Like, I'm a point guard. I just love to pass the ball. My, my brother's a scorer. Like, if you know him, he just shoots every time. <laughs> I don't want to be like, I, I care about facilitating, you know? I, seriously, though, it was a bit like, Dad would always say, like, you're so much quicker than everybody. Like, just shoot the ball. Like, I didn't come to see you pass. You probably said, you said that. I didn't come to see you pass the ball. I probably sh should have shot more. I probably should have. Coach Teddy Eric. Man, somehow you get this, Coach Ted. I... Some people see authority different ways. And... But he was an empowering coach for me. I'll never forget as a sophomore, starting as a point guard at Allegheny. He took me aside at one of our shoot-arounds and said, Dustin, you, you need to shoot more. We need you to shoot more. And that game up in Williamsport, I had 14 points. It might not seem a lot. But he gave me that green light. And you know what it did? It gave me protection from the other players. Hey, Coach, Coach gave me authority. It gives you freedom to know whether you have permission. Hey, Coach gave me authority. It gives me power to release all my strength. Those things. What's other people? What's the coach going to think? Hey, Coach. Gave me authority. And I never looked back. I was never afraid after that. I played with confidence, boldness even as a sophomore. And that was amazing for me. That, that set again, like in my sports career. Have you ever been involved with an empowering leader? It's important for us to come under authority. Because our God, Jesus is the most powerful. He is the most empowering leader of all time. Let us come under His authority today. And I believe, and I'll get to it later, but I believe God has appointed people over us in the church. Pastor Tim has been appointed by God as the leader of this church, and we're called to honor him. Not worship Him. Honor Him. Anyways. So when I was thinking about this undercover, all those things started flooding my mind. Man, it's, it's like such protection on my life when I come under God's authority. It's such freedom, you know? And, it, and it's so much, so much power in it. But one thing that I thought about when I was at my house this morning at 6.30 when I got the text message was the shelter of my home. The shelter of my home from the storm. Let me read Psalm 91 to you. It says, Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High, under the cover of the Most High, will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Verse 2, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Man, if that sounds that amazing in English, could you imagine the original language? Whew. That is power. Think about your home. Think about this. If a storm would come on the outside, we would not even be touched. Why? Because the shelter protects you. Within the bounds of the sanctuary of the shelter, we have freedom. 
But we don't abuse that freedom to destroy the shelter. People say, oh, I, I got grace so I can do whatever I want. So essentially what you're saying is you can destroy the concrete and the foundation and the shelter won't fall. That ain't true. The shelter is built for us for our protection and our freedom within the bounds of the shelter and then within it. In the shadow of the Almighty. We, we just use these words sometimes and we don't really think about them. Almighty, all-powerful God! The Holy Spirit's inside of us. Do not be afraid, son. Do not be afraid, daughter. Come under His authority and His power will lift you up. His power will give you strength. Don't be afraid. Matthew chapter 8. Let's, let's turn to our Bibles to Matthew chapter 8. And this will kind of illuminate my points further, I think, in coming under God's authority. You guys probably, a lot of you guys know this verse. Some of you might not. Um, this passage, passage is really powerful. Thanks, Dev, for that graphic shelter. Under authority. Everyone say, come under. Come authority. Everyone say authority. Yeah. Come under authority. See, if I make you say it, you might remember it. So, Matthew chapter 8. That is the first um, book of the New Testament canon. Matthew, and uh, this is a story of Jesus. And it goes like this. Chap chapter 8, verse 5. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering terribly. Jesus said to him, shall I come and heal him? Provoking question, Jesus. You know what you're going to do. The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. Honoring authority. But just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I myself, like you, am a, am a man under authority. So, so he gets it. That Jesus' power comes from being under authority and so does his. Jesus' power lies in his, his, Him being under the protection of Abba Father. So He says, For I myself and a man under authority with the soldiers under me. I tell this one go, and he goes, and that one come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, He was amazed and said to those following Him, listen to this guys, truly I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. The centurion. This man, this is all we have about him in Scripture is this story right here. And Jesus said, there's not one that's worth comparable to his faith. Could it, could, could it, be, could it be the honoring of authority mixed with faith? Could, could that be the key? Because John the Baptist, essentially what Jesus said, is the prophet to come preparing the way, which is Elijah to come, John the Baptist. And he said, John the Baptist is in Israel, and he says, this man has the greatest faith. As he honors my authority, and he, and he, and he trusts that, that I have the power. The power lies in being under authority. 
Where has, it, where has it been in your life where you've not been able to come under, under, under authority? To, to, you say, you know, uh, we, we have arguments, you know, on Facebook. We have arguments with people, this and this. But, but when's the last time you actually, and, and I think we do this, I'm not, I'm not wanting to insult your intelligence, but actually come before the Lord and ask Him. Come under His cover, under His protection, under His freedom, and, and ask the Lord, God, God, what do, you, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? You know, that's, that's coming under authority. And that's what we're all called to do. If you don't get anything else, it's, it's come under authority because in it lies your protection, freedom, and power. So what happens when we go against authority? What happens when we go against authority? What happens, let me ask you this, when you're Two-year-old wants to touch the stove against the authority, against dad's wishes. Or is so selfish, not my two-year-old. You know, that, not you, Duke. You're watching this probably, buddy. Coming to the 11. What happens when you constantly have to speak of the negative to your kids? You cannot be the influence you intend to be. Honestly. And now we're talking about the earthly realm, but think about your father. I, I just think, you know, if I'm constantly having to correct, I'm not able to be the life giver that I intend to be. Listen, I wrote this this morning. If the father has to constantly rebuke and correct and is dishonored by a child, they are unable to be the father or mother they intend to be to that child. And let me just encourage you today that you can do everything right, but the child still has free will, unfortunately. Jesus, as my mom said, the perfect lover says in Mark chapter 6, verse 4, Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his own town, among his relatives and in his home. Verse 5, so he could not do any miracles there except lay his hands on a few sick people and heal them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. Could it be that Jesus wasn't able to be the person that he was called to be and supposed to be the father, the shepherd of the sheep because of their lack of coming under his authority? When our kids don't come under our authority, it's all right, don't get down on yourself because Jesus, the perfect lover, was restricted from doing what he wanted to do because of their dishonor, because of their lack of coming under authority. So, so no offense if God doesn't speak to you, if Pastor, while Pastor Tim is speaking, it could be that it has nothing to do with the vessel, it has everything to do with the person receiving. John Bevere says this, I would encourage all of you guys to read Honor's Reward by John Bevere. You can write it down, Honor's Reward by John Bevere. Honor's Reward. Someone's going to write it down. Yeah, Leslie's writing it down. Now, honor's reward. John Bevere says this, Some say I submit to God, but not to man, unless I agree with Him. 
This is where our upbringing and incorrect church thinking can hinder us. We cannot separate our submission to God's inherent authority from our submission to His delegated authority. All authority originates from Him. You say, well, that's, that's, that's John Bevere. That's not the Bible. Here's what Paul says. Let every soul in Romans chapter 13, verses 1 and 2, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, the delegated authority, the authority over you. He's also talking about, he's talking about the presidential, political. He's also talking about the police officers, the, the city officials. He's also talking about your coaches and your teachers. Any people that, that have been appointed as leadership over you, you're called to be subject, to submit. For there is no authority except from God. And the authorities that exist are appointed by God. I could have just let you do the talking, Paul. I'm sorry. Okay. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God. And those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. That's Romans chapter 13. It goes so deep. Respecting authority. Do we, I, and I, and guys, like, I'm not, I don't want to insult people's intelligence. Like, do, do we honor Pastor Tim? Do you honor the police? How about your teachers and your coaches? Even more important, because it's, it's, it's a Ten Commandment, do you honor your father and mother? You know, Jesus didn't just go, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, this Ten Commandments first, this Ten Commandments. No. Honor your father and mother is before thou shalt not murder. Honor your father and your mother. Be subject. And I understand there's a, there's a whole different ballgame with those causing us to sin. I shouldn't say obviously, but those causing you to sin, you need to, you need to get help. They're, they're, they're not using... It's, it's not all authority is godly. It's all authority is, is from God. When we honor people, think about this. Jesus tells us that when we honor people, when you receive a righteous man as a righteous man, you receive a righteous man's reward. When you receive a prophet, you receive a prophet's reward. Have you ever heard that? When you receive a little child, you also receive a reward. And he said, those who receive them, those who I send, you also receive me. This is what Jesus said. So we are called to get back under cover. Back under authority. It's only for your protection. It's only for your life to be enhanced. For your purpose to be lifted high. Come under authority. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. It's all for love. It's all to bring you up. Duke, don't be afraid, man, if I'm trying to bend your life and make it, because it's all for God to do what He wants to do in your life, you know? That's what authority is. So we trust, we come, we honor we honor our leadership. We honor the board. We honor those serving in this church as God has appointed them. And that is, is the culture. That is the ecosystem. I don't know. Uh, that, that what God is creating in His church family. You know, a family has a hierarchy as well. Father, mother, submit, submit, right? So what do you do 
and this will bring it this will bring it all the way full circle. You guys can come and start getting ready. I believe there's a call to come back undercover. I believe there's a call to return to the shelter of the Most High. And uh, a call back to honor, a call back to to bless authority, to not not gossip about authority. You know? Because if you don't receive the one God sends, you, you know you don't receive Him, right? If you don't honor the people God sends, you don't honor Him because you receive from Him by receiving from others. It's crazy. That's Jesus. That's not me. So what do you do when your world is shaken? When you got no peace in life? What do you do when chaos surrounds the things that you've created? You've tried to be your own Lord, your own Savior. You've tried to rule your, your own life. What do you do? You get back undercover. You come back under the shelter of the Most High where you can find your rest, joy, and peace. What do you do when your marriage has gone down the drain? What do you do when you don't have hope and you're bankrupt and you don't know the answer the next turn? You get back undercover. You return to the shelter, the place where you've intended to be all along, attached to the vine, not disconnected. And some of us think that we're attached to the vine by dishonoring our father and mother, by dishonoring these people in leadership, and we're deceived, we're fooled. We need to return to a place under authority, under cover. Because in it lies our protection, freedom, and power. Under His wings. He is your shelter. He is your protection. I have protection being under Pastor Tim's leadership. Uh, you guys have. Because a lot of the flaming arrows that is intended to be at the church comes at the top. If I can just get his mind deceived. So how often are we praying for our, our leaders? By, by honoring them, praying and being on our knees, seeking the Lord. God, we, we trust you as we honor. I have protection. I have shelter from the storm. I have shelter. When I dishonor my leadership, there is no protection. It becomes released over my life. You just, just do it on your own. You've seen people that way. I'm not going to live what, like Jesus' life, you know? I'm going to live whatever the heck way I want, you know? What happens? The floodgates of hell open up over their life. I've seen it. I've seen it time and time again. He is your freedom. Not now. I was thinking about closing. We can stand. Let's stand. 31 minutes. That works. Does that work for you? What's the basketball game? Like three hours and you can sit 30 minutes. I'm just kidding. Now I did hear that our attention span now has been defeated by the goldfish. Our attention span is eight seconds. The goldfish is nine. Guys, it's incredible. It's sad. All right. 
Did you know that Jesus said, My house? Where is it? Matthew 21. It says, My house shall be called a house of prayer. You know, when you pray to God, you submit under his authority. You know, Pastor Tim talks, it's not just praying to God, it's meeting with God. Yeah. When you bow your face on the altar, it's not about what anybody else thinks in this room, it's about what he thinks. So I'm going to come before Him and I'm going to come under His covering again. He says, my house shall be called a house of prayer. What I think is, is He's not trying to push you away because He says a house, a home, a welcoming place. You know, My house shall be called a house of coming under my authority. A house of prayer. And as I was praying about this downstairs and praying in the Spirit, not just in my mind, but just praying in the Spirit, building my life, you know. You you can read about that. Paul talks about that edifying, the the languages of heaven, just speaking the words. Whatever comes, it doesn't even have to make sense. And you just lift your spirit to the Lord. I looked back at this verse, Matthew 28 verse, and, you know, thinking about baptizing and what an awesome symbol that is. And and I had these words, protection, freedom, and power. I couldn't even believe it. I had these words just come to me. Undercover, what it gives. It gives protection, freedom, and power. It says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. We talked about it verse 19. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. baptizing them in the name of the the protector, the Father. If the Son sets you free, then you're free indeed. And the Son, and then wait for the gift, the power of the Holy Spirit. When you are baptized. Come on. When when you are baptized in the name of your protector, in the name of the one that sets you free, and in the name of the one that gives you power, you can go and be with authority to do what God has called you to do. Amen. Amen. Give Him glory. Give Him glory this morning. We worship You. You reign in this place. You reign. Yes, Lord. You're my protector. God, you give me freedom. You give me power, Lord, to conquer the enemy's schemes. I believe it in Jesus' name. Come on, baptize me again in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. So we're going to sing Freedom Reigns. Just let the Lord have his way in this room. Whatever it is, don't look to the person to your right or to your left right now. Look to him. Whatever needs to happen, whatever work needs to be done, let it be done right here and right now. Let's return under the shelter of the most high God right here. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys. Amen.